Hey, everybody. Before we get into episode two of the No One Asked podcast, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened so far. Keep sending in your responses for what you want to hear. Feel free to DM me on my Instagram at Moad. And to check out the No One Asked podcast in Spotify and the podcast app. In episode two, we will discuss COVID conspiracies and parties in the Hollywood Hills. I hope you guys enjoy. Well, well, well. Look who it is. It's me. Um, that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. This is my podcast. I'm your host, Maurice. Or as you may know me by my Instagram handle, at Moad. Go ahead and give me a follow if you aren't following me already. So, what's up everyone? It's Monday. Um, I think it's Monday, May 18th. But time right now, in a time of COVID, isn't really a thing. So there's no need to take any magic mushrooms to realize that time isn't real. I guess that's a positive uh, from COVID-19, curbing the use of mushrooms to find out if time is real or not. Because clearly, uh, it's not real. And... Time is just based on, I don't know, feeling, structure, things we don't have right now. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a myriad of topics. Myriad is a good word. That's one of those words that you found in one of those orange vocab books in like seventh and eighth grade. You have to like fill in like the synonym and antonym. Myriad is uh, was in there. I think I remember it specifically from those books, which I crushed at back in the day. Anywho, so something I wanted to talk about that I kind of touched on um, last podcast, and we sort of ended on it during the discussions around the pandemic video that was quickly debunked and pulled off the internet because it was shown to be very stupid and filled with falsehoods and easily um, provable rebuttals showing that the content of it was not true or severely mistaken. Now, there's a new a new thing that is happening, a new conspiracy is afoot, and that is the secret government psyops plan in which you're all being forced to wear a mask. So, this would mean that President Trump, as much as I hate putting that title in front of him, I have to because we're following the AP style guide here on this podcast, um, colluded with all of the local governors, local, sorry, all of the governors, uh, heads of states in 50 different states, and concluded that the way we are going to operate uh, and run a PSYOPs operation is through making people wear a mask. Now, here's why that is beyond the dumbest thought anyone could have. One, there are a hundred things the government already makes you do that would just prove the theory 
of if you were to run a psyops. So here's the thing. The whole argument is like they're running a psyops to see if the government is able to control you. Hey, uh, you pay taxes. You don't speed on the highway. Uh, you don't break laws. There's a million uh, There's a million different social contracts that you've signed as a resident of the United States in which the government monitors and controls your behavior. Why on earth would it make sense that the way the government is going to do this now is by making you wear a mask? Guess what? You don't have to wear a mask. You're an asshole if you don't wear a mask. You're a total piece of shit if you don't wear a mask. But you don't have to wear a mask. No one's going to arrest you. You're not going to get thrown in a gulag. Shout out to Call of Duty. It's a complete mindless conspiracy theory that people want to tell themselves because the mundaneness and the simplicity of how devastating and how much this one thing has sort of changed our lives um, is in that there's like there's no bigger story to it. That's the story. A guy ate a bat. It spread quickly in China, where there's a lot of dense dense population. Makes sense. A lot of people are standing close together. A lot of diseases have originated in wet markets. A lot of diseases have originated in places where people are consuming exotic animals. This is like a tale as old as time. But no, it escaped from a lab, a level four lab, and it was released by the government. And this is a plan by who and Bill Gates and 5G towers. Listen, guys, it's not that fantastical. As I mentioned before, reality is boring for the most part. It's our brains that add on these insane elements to help ourselves believe that there is more to this. Life isn't a Tom Clancy novel. That's not how things work. There's no evidence to support any of these things. There's no proof to it. And furthermore, here, I'm on the Mayo Clinic website right now. So surgical and N95 masks, we know are in short supply, so they're telling people to wear cloth masks. Now, people are saying, I don't want to wear a cloth mask. That's not going to do anything. Well, think about it like this. When you cough, you're told to cough into your arm or your sleeve, right? Why? Because... All these studies are showing that COVID is being spread through particles. When you talk, as I'm talking now, particles come out of your mouth. They float in the air. They stay in the air. So let's do a little basic logic here. If I put a cloth covering over my mouth while I'm talking, do you think, A, those particles, or at least some of the particles, will not go through the cloth? Or B, all of the particles that would be that would come out of my mouth if I weren't wearing a cl uh, cloth mask are coming out right now. You would select A, right? It would make sense. Logic would follow that any sort of covering on your mouth is going to help prevent the spread of droplets. Right. So, unlike a surgical mask or N95 mask, which is to prevent... Uh, for the most part, you 
breathing in the the disease so when you're wearing a cloth mask they say social distance six feet and keep the mask on that way you avoid droplets and you also avoid if you're sick the cloth mask is mainly if you're sick and you don't know it so your droplets aren't being spread everywhere why is it that hard for people to just say hey i'll wear a mask again you don't have to you don't have to drive the speed limit you don't have to not jaywalk you don't have to do a lot of things and by the way those things are all punishable by by authorities authoritative figures can punish you for breaking those things no one can punish you and we're not seeing it maybe in some places people are getting fines it is not nearly on any scale people aren't being thrown in jail they're not going to labor camps for not putting their mask on the comparisons to nazi germany are not only offensive but they're insanely stupid so wear your mask okay it's not a secret psyops operation hey if the government wanted to run a psyops operation do you know how many existing patterns of data that they have access to that they can just look at do you guys remember edward snowden the nsa they already see all your shit anyways they know what you like i work in tech i know people who work in tech i understand how certain data is captured this is all public information if you're using facebook facebook knows your interests they know your hobbies they know the things you like to buy all that data already exists there's more information and patterns and detail and anything anyone could ever know about your life that is already existing then hey um hey roger uh we're gonna hey we're gonna run a secret psyops operation now hear me out in which we tell people they have to wear a mask now if they do wear the mask that tells us a humans Hold on, get this, guys. Humans, when asked to do something for the greater good, will do it. Hey, uh, yeah, hey, I have a, a question. Uh, that seems like a really dumb idea. No, hey, um, please don't talk out of line. Uh, raise your hand, please, when asking questions. No, we think this is like a really good idea. Yeah, but, um, no, but if you really think about it, uh, people already like adhere to rules anyways this is kind of like the normal like philosophy of social contract and human nature yeah uh, okay anyways i was playing two characters there if you guys if you guys couldn't tell but anyways um again you know who hates covid hot people no one is more affected by covid19 than hot people recently in la there was a party 100 plus people in the hollywood hills presumably hot people it got broken up and somebody there shot themselves in the leg with a gun somebody plaxico burris themselves that is a throwback to any of any of you sports fans from the mid-2000s plaxico burris was a football player who accidentally shot himself at the hurricane club in new york city which is a lovely bar i don't think it's there anymore um but that's neither here nor there I'm taking a sip of water. Anywho. So I don't remember what we were talking about. I sort of blacked out there. 
But, okay, yeah. So this party gets broken up. Somebody shoots themselves in their leg. I hope they're okay, but you have to admit that's kind of funny. Um, if you're celebrating right now, if you're partying, why? Even if I could, I don't think I'd want to go out to a bar right now. I don't think I'd want to go out when like a group of a bunch of people listen. If if you're living outside of reality right now, you want to party. You want to party because you are dense, you're vapid, you are void of any responsibilities or understanding of reality and what's happening in the world. In the in in the instance where you somehow have the energy and emotional sort of fortitude and yearning to want to party. I mean, fuck. What kind of asshole are you? To, and I'm not saying don't don't be happy. Don't again, celebrate life. Life is incredible. We're here. We're all lucky to be here. We're healthy. Hopefully most of you are healthy, but man, like every day is 9-11 and I don't think that, I think 9-11 historically will have a bigger impact uh, on the psyche of us, whereas this will be something where we'll be like, oh yeah, I remember when that crazy thing happened? There's that one summer we couldn't do anything. That's how COVID will be remembered. But in the terms of the death toll and, and all of that, again, it's like every day is, is a 9-11. And it's really sad and scary to think about. So imagine if 9-11 happened today, and then immediately after you're going to a house party of 100 people in the Hollywood Hills. You would be deemed an asshole, right? And again, none of these people have to... They, you don't have to throw a party, right? But some people are so uncomfortable with suddenly having the plug pulled on, hey, nobody nobody cares about clout right now. Nobody cares about flexing right now. Nobody cares about what you're wearing, what sneaker drop is happening, your watches. People don't care about that stuff. You know what people care about right now? Uh, are, am I going to have my job tomorrow? Um, is the grocery store going to have eggs? These are all things that we're concerned about. We've taken for granted this life of partying and having fun. And you can still have fun. There's still shit you can do and enjoy life. I went on a hike the other day, social distance hike with a friend. It was awesome. I got to see nature. And that's good for my brain. I just don't think partying is good for your brain right now. You're just lying to yourself. You're avoiding reality and and what's happening and it's just it's not fair to others and there's a lot of people who are who are scared and rightfully so like you can't give anyone a hard time if you know they're worried about going out and and seeing other people and you know there's still people who are posting on their stories and on their close friends to everyone on my close friends we're all screenshotting the photos of you breaking quarantine so you putting on close on close friends isn't is it some sort of like padlock on your stupid behavior? We all talk about it. We all share it amongst each other and we all judge you for it. So again, um, like I had mentioned, I do think it is the equivalent of like, if something as crazy as 9-11 had happened again and going out and partying, 
And the reason why I say that this won't be have the psychological impact of a 9-11 is because 9-11 was an existential threat, right? 9-11, there was a name to it. There was a, a, a person behind it. There was, um, there was a plot. There was a story. And it was so out of the realm of things that could happen. And it happened so quickly. That's another thing, too. The speed at which it happened was devastating. You know, millions of people die a year, but if a bomb dropped tomorrow, millions of people have died. Well, that would be insanity. So it's the speed at which things happen, the addition of an existential threat, and the fact that with COVID, there's no one we can get mad about. We Like, we're trying to get mad at China, but like, hey, they messed up, but so did we. We messed up in our response. But again, like, at the end of the day, you can't get mad at the virus. There's nothing you can do about it in terms of, hey, if I get angry enough, maybe it'll go away. It doesn't work like that. So again, I think it's, I think we're going to look back on this time. This is what it's <laughs> 10 years from now. Remember that crazy summer when COVID happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't like go out and people had to wear a mask. That's what it's going to be. I don't think it's going to have as traumatic as an effect of a 9-11. And I hope nothing like that ever happens again. But that's just, that's just my headspace. I'm also seeing a lot that the cognitive dissonance of certain people who so badly don't want this to be our reality are starting to develop COVID Stockholm Syndrome. Now, for those of you who don't know, Stockholm Syndrome is the uh, a phrase that's used when somebody is, is either a hostage or kidnapped, and they start agreeing or siding with their captor. So there's a lot of people I'm seeing right now who are like, guys, maybe COVID isn't that bad. Maybe it's just a little misunderstood. Maybe wearing a mask doesn't help. Maybe yeah, maybe you don't even get it. Maybe only old people get it, and I'll be fine. People are so crazy right now about this yearning of like not wanting this to be true that they are willing to lie to themselves and side with the virus and trust it. Let's get one thing clear. Nothing has changed about the virus. And what I mean nothing has changed is that we still don't know anything about the virus. We don't know. I was speaking with my doctor today. I talk to my doctor sometimes. Get over it. And she was telling me that there was a doctor in New Orleans. Let me Google this, actually. Because um, I want to see if this is true. I assume I assume it's true. She's a doctor. One second. Doctor in New Orleans. COVID. Um, yeah, so apparently there was a pulmonary, pulmonary doctor who who developed COVID and apparently got COVID again. So 
the scary thing is now that's what they're finding is that having the antibodies sometimes doesn't mean you won't get it again. And there's a lot of people right now who are like, oh, I have the antibodies, I'm immune. Well, that's the other scary thing is we don't know much about the antibodies. You could get it again. So you're, how do I say this? You wanting to go out, you wanting to reintegrate into society and have things go back to normal, the virus is still the exact same. It's still highly contagious. You can still get it. You can still spread it. There's no, there's no cure for it. There's no proven treatment for it. And we're just supposed to assume because I want to go to the mall. It's just going to stop. Hey, the guys, the virus heard you. Hey, everyone. Uh, Ryan Seacrest here. I am speaking on behalf of the virus. Not sure why they chose me or why I'm talking in this voice. So the virus had a few things I wanted to say. It says, uh, thank you, everyone. I have heard your complaints, your yearnings for wanting to go out, and I have decided to stop. Uh, I will be no more. I'm Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest out. Anyways, you guys get the point. That was my, uh, for some reason, I decided Ryan Seacrest would be the spokesperson for COVID if it was a sentient being. What would COVID look like if it was a sentient person? I feel like um, maybe like a, I don't know. What would COVID look like? Maybe like really like rail thin long hair and like a a really like raspy uh, mustache. Just like, hey guys, I'm COVID. Um, really sorry about like, uh, really sorry about all this. And it was just like someone, someone ate a bat and they made me. And I like I didn't really have anywhere to go, so I went and like just come up with people's bodies and like I mutated. Like what? Speak up! Ugh. I went in a couple of people's bodies and I mutated. Like it's just like it's not a big deal, but but it, it is a big deal. COVID, and I hope you realize what you did. Okay, that's enough characters for today. Um. So I have this app, Citizen on my phone and citizen is basically ways but for crime whereas like people from different locations in la can sort of mark where it happened and there's some sort of involvement with like local authorities where they pull like the 911 information but you'll get these crazy updates like man yielding sword and the first thing i think is like oh the guy's just having fun but i guess you shouldn't throw a sword in public and i just got one that says incident involving taser so we'll sing t we'll say tune for any updates on that but i remember okay i was talking about hot people hating covid um mainly because it curbs their ability to document their amazing lives that none of you get to live so they're finding new outlets do you guys want to know what the new club is the at least for la the new club is having a friend with a nice house this summer, we're going to people's houses. This summer in Los Angeles, say goodbye to Poppy and say hello to my mansion in the Hollywood Hills. Featuring guy that wears tight jeans and drives a G-Wagon. In collaboration with Bane Energy Drink and Dan Bilzerian Ignite. 
Um, so that's happening. But yeah, it's just like hot people. Also, <laughs> a really funny uh, thing I'm noticing is that hot people are spreading like all the coronavirus rumors. There are people I really respected, and they're like, this, uh, this thing might not be real, guys. It's like, no, you just don't want it to be real because you can't go to Bali right now. So there's that. But I think that I make the mistake of sometimes hyper-focusing too much on social media and, and people's worlds. And I think the fact that I live in L.A. and and uh, I mean, I have friends who are influencers. I have, I have friends who are models, friends who are actors, friends who are musicians, musicians. Um, and a lot of them are doing a great job and they're not, you know, they're not being idiots. And, uh, I enjoy the fact that I surround myself with people who, who kind of know better. And one funny thing, and i people always want me to talk about this in my podcast. Um, one of my closest friends, uh, senior songwriter, John Mayer, all around great guy. Um, truly one of the best people I know, uh, helped create the intro song unknowingly so the intro music that you hear is me playing on the keys on a midi controller one night we were at his house and some friends over and we he had his like logic open and i was playing this like stupid little that stupid little beat and he was playing guitar over it and we were laughing so hard at how funny the beat was because it was like two notes and we made up this whole like idea <laughs> this whole this whole story of like we the song gets somehow picked up we go on tour we tour the world uh we get sick of playing the song there's a fight in the band we break up we do a reunion tour and that's the only song that we play um <laughs> but yeah, so that's the origin of of the intro song, and I hope you guys enjoy it. But yeah, I just wanted to get on here, and again, I want to obviously not make every episode about COVID-19, but again, I want to talk about current events, pop culture, things that we're all experiencing, internet culture as well, and there's nothing more nothing more on, on point than that. Here's another thing that's happening. TikTok houses. Look, I kind of think it's cool to have a TikTok house. I sometimes forget I'm 31 years old and I'm jaded, right? If you're 20 years old and you're making content, someone's like, hey, you can live in this house like a house with like a bunch of beautiful people and make TikToks. I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Sign me up. You think any 20, 20 year old would be like, oh man, that's that's lame. That's so lame, dude. I don't want to hang out with hot people in a house, fun people, and make content. But TikTok houses are a thing, man. I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, I think it would be funny if other social media platforms had houses. For example, there's a there's like a Twitter house now, and it's just like a bunch of like angry, angry people uh, yelling at each other. Who have a lot of opinions. The Snapchat house. It's just like a, a house of like creepy dudes. 
Ethan's like, hey, what are you in for, man? I don't know. Just signed up. So they put my name on the call sheet, and here I am. Um, wait on. Let, let me look at some apps on my phone and think of like what some funny houses would be for for apps. Coming this summer, the Shazam House. Everyone in that house just has like a really good knack at like naming naming songs. This summer, social media giant, the Facetune app introduces the Facetune House. And the Facetune House is just like people who look really good after the fact rather than before. I don't know. That one's kind of a reach. It's not that funny. I'm sorry. Well, I think we had a good discussion today. I w- again, I wanted to talk about the the lingering conspiracy theories. I think conspiracy, conspiracy theories are so fun. They're so fun because there's no way to prove them wrong in the sense that the idea is so insane that you can't find supporting evidence to prove it wrong. All you can say is, that's just not true. And you're not wrong if you say that. If someone comes up to you and is like, hey, COVID-19 was created in a lab and Bill Gates uh, erected some 5G towers that are killing elderly people, but we wanted to release COVID as a sort of a guise to cover that up, your initial, your initial human reaction, even without even without like knowing if it's true or not, would just be like, yeah, that's, that's bullshit. That's not true. And guess what? You're right. Again, conspiracy theories rely on the idea being so absurd that you can't even find information that that would just like nip it in the bud and be like, and plus they don't believe in information anyways. It's all liberal propaganda and fake news and the, uh, the, the <laughs> uh, who is the, oh, the Rockefellers. The Rockefellers are behind it. And who and Bill Gates. It's just, it's all so insane. Guys, I want to keep these short and sweet. That's 30 minutes. We have more of these coming. I love when you DM me and give me ideas of what to talk about. It makes my life easy. And also it's the format that I want to do the show. So keep them coming. Make sure to check out the No One Asked podcast in Spotify podcast subscribe where you can it means a lot to me and let's keep this train going thank you guys stay safe stay healthy and uh hey no one asked